Welcome to New Piney Grove Baptist Church, where one of our core values is Christian education. Let's tune in to this week's message. Let's bow our hands. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for loving us, Lord. Lord, we thank you for knowing our names. Lord, we thank you for just being there for us, bringing us here safely, Lord, that we may be able to hear a word from you. Thank you for just this wonderful church that we have. Lord, we pray for each and every other church around, Lord, for we pray that they are giving their lives unto you. And we pray also that in this church that everyone is giving their lives unto you. Lord, we pray that you continue to, to walk with us, Lord, to watch over us, Lord. No one can watch over us like you do. Lord, we love you for all that you do. For it is in Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen. 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 I thank you. I thank the Lord for this opportunity to be able to come and, and to be able to speak a word from the Lord unto you. You know, I don't like to hold you guys long, but I get straight to the point and be able to give you something to think about as you leave here. And I just want to talk about this morning uh, faith, hope, and love. Talk about faith, hope, and love. And I, I, I kind of laugh because um, I was sitting here um, with the scripture that I got. I, I sat there that from the Lord. I, I I wanted to add so much more to it, and the Lord kept telling me, you know, this is where I want you at, right here. At this point, right here. So if somebody's going to need this, and you need to give it to them through me. And, 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 and think about my the faith, the faith that we all have. Sometimes that faith gets challenged. And when that faith gets challenged, sometimes we kind of fall to the side. You've got to admit some things we don't always walk in faith like we should. But in fact, the Lord still stays there. and He still waits for us. He still keeps his hand handed out for us to grab hold of him so that we can continue to walk forward in faith with him. And you've got you to wonder sometimes, why do we fall to the wayside sometimes? Because there's so many things that goes on in this earth. And, and the thing about it, one thing that, um, that, uh, that really touched my heart was thinking about Noah. Now, that man had to have some faith. Now, we're going to go to... Go to uh, um, Genesis chapter 6, uh, verses 9, starting there at verse 9. Uh, and I got the NIV. I like the, the NIV version. But it, it starts out talking about it with, with Noah. And it says, uh, this is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time. And he walked faithfully with God. Noah and his three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jetham. Now, hold on, go too fast. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence God saw how corrupt the earth was how, how, I'm sorry how the earth had become for all the people of the earth had corrupt their, had corrupt their ways so God said to Noah I am going to put an end to all people for the earth is full with violence because of them I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. Now, that shows that Noah, he, he's letting Noah know already. Now, first of all, you got to think of what God just said. He's going to destroy the whole earth because of how corrupt it was. Now, 
He's talking to with, with, uh, Noah, and he wants Noah to prepare. He's giving him instruction. He's letting him know exactly what he's going to do already because he was a blameless and a righteous man. And I sit there and I think about, you know, being a blameless and righteous man. I try to do many things, and, and we all try to do better in life in, what, in the things that we do. Now, I would love to be called that by God, a blameless and righteous man. He wants, he wants us to do right, but, you know, like I said, we fall to the wayside sometimes. I think about some of the things that I have fallen to the wayside with where I could have been a witness to someone. And, and, I, and I fell by the wayside, and I think about my, the, uh, uh, a young man that I could have witnessed to. And I believe that I was supposed to witness to him at that time, but Satan decided to step in there, and, he, and I allowed him to touch me when I should not have. And what I did was this young man was... And, uh, sitting at the, at the gate at, one of my, at my job, uh, where at the, one of the terminals where I load at. And I look over at the young man as I pull up in my truck to pull into the gate. And the young man is looking at his phone. And while he's looking at his phone, he doesn't, I try to get his attention, he doesn't. So I go ahead and I card in and I pull into the gate. Well, the young man decides when he comes in the gate that he was upset because he says I pulled in front of him. But he was off to the side. Now, try to give respect. You know, hey, can, I, can I go into the gate? And I go into the gate, and there's three lanes. They're all open, but he wanted a particular lane, which we can get all the product we need from each lane. Well, this young man, being of, I guess, he must have been having a bad day or whatever it may have been, this young man comes up, and he lets me know that I was a little older, so I guess he figured he comes up, hey, old man, you don't be cutting in front of me. If you, know, you, know, you do that again... You know, he said he's going to have to put his hands on. Well, <laughs> well, where I should have been, I should have went ahead and let it go and go ahead and do what I need to do. But I let James get in the way. I let James get in the way. And, and the thing that the young man did was he said this to me where the cameras were. See, if we get locked out of these terminals, we can't load and that, that, that caused our job. If you can't load, then we have no need for you. Well, James was thinking then, but in the area where there's no cameras, that James went into James. And the bad thing about it is that it could have went, went to another level, especially these days, where people are shooting you know, and doing all kinds of things because this young man, I pulled him in the area and I, I set him straight. I did everything but take my belt off on him. But... The thing about it is, after it happened, and he stood there, he stayed, he didn't even come back out. He, I, he let me load and, <laughs> and go on. And, and, I, and, I, and I sat there, and, I, and as I left, oh, man, talk about being convicted. I mean convicted. Because all that day, I thought about that young man. Even though things could have been a whole lot better, he, you know, he, I, I tried to blame it on him. Lord, he got me started. <laughs> it should have stopped but all day I thought about that young man and then it went on to a week and, and the Lord is talking to me and telling me James you got to go back and apologize to that young man and I, and I sat there and I'm like Lord yeah, yes yes, Lord but then I finally see him after I say yes I finally see him and then as I see him he's talking with other drivers up under the rags they're getting ready to load and I go to speak to the young man, and he gives me, what, the mean grill. I ain't talking. <laughs> and while I'm supposed to be going and, and giving glory unto God and doing what I'm supposed to do, 
I let James get in the way again. Now, see, that, that's being, that's not being like, no, that's not being a man of God the way you're supposed to be. That, and sometimes those things happen. But God is still was waiting there for me. He gave me another opportunity to be able to go and talk to this young man. Because there was something God was doing with that young man. And then again, he was doing something with me. And so as I finally get the opportunity to come, which was a month later, because when I finally was like, okay, Lord, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, the Lord kept that man away from me. So now I'm worried. I'm, okay, I know I see him. And every time I see him, he's going on. But then that time finally came, and I got a chance to go and speak to him, young man. And as I come up, and he sat there, and he looked, and he stepped back. And I said, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said, I was wrong. I said, that was not, that was not of God in the way God would, would like for me to do things. And he was like, Mr. James, he said, I, uh, he said, I, didn't, I, didn't, you know, I didn't take that. I didn't do things like I should have myself. But I'm sorry, too. He said, I, you know, I, I don't join church now. He said, I know who you are. And I said, oh. <laughs> you know, because they call me preacher, man. A lot of guys come, you know, and they ask me to pray for them, everything, all these things, at, 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 you know, with all the drivers. And he said, I know who you are. He said, I just had a bad day that day. And he, you must have had a bad day, too. <laughs> and I said, yeah. I said, but you know, I said, think about it. God wants us, and, and he wants us to do right. And I mean, I just sat there, and I finally talked to him and was able to, to um, to actually just show him the way that God would want us to go. And I say, now you see the example that I set. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. I said, because I should have went ahead and, like I say, I knew what the Lord, I, and, and I mean, immediately when the guy said what he was going to do to me, I heard the Lord tell me, James, no. <laughs> but, but, it's just for the simple fact, this little young boy telling me, you know, and I said, I'm getting up here and I'm getting of age and it's like, oh, I'm getting a little older. And, and it's like, you know, my wife, you know, be telling me, James, you ain't young as you used to be now. You can't be doing that, you know. And, it's, <laughs> and I guess there was a moment to show I still got a little fight in me, but it was the wrong type of fight. <laughs> So, so you know, so so. But just to be clear, I didn't, I didn't fight. I just got the boy and snatched him up a little bit and jerked. You know, but I just let him know, don't you ever talk to me like that again. But it's just the fact that I was wrong, and the Lord really showed me, James, you can't be like that. If that's old. That's old. You. That's not. That's not you now. The greatness of me is in you. When you look in the mirror, what do you see? You're supposed to see me. Not the world, not what you're, not what you, what, what they're going through. He needed you at that time, and you didn't give it to him. That's why. I, but I gave you another opportunity because of my faith. Because of my faith, I kept trying to get things back right. But because of my faith, I should have had done right in the first place. Amen. In the first place. So just think about it, like with Noah. We talk about the instruction. God is already letting him know what he's going to do. And then as, as, as while Noah is, is, is getting all the, he's getting everything together, he, the Lord is telling him how to build the ark, how and what to use, what time it is to be done. The Lord knew exactly what to tell us. It's like he tells each and every one of us. There is something that the Lord is talking to someone about what they're going to do. Because see, 
Noah did exactly what he was supposed to do. And I, I think about this. Noah had his family. He had to build the ark. He had his family with him. And just to say, like, how was your wife? Like, you know, when things go on, I'm like, baby, the Lord told me this. Okay, are you sure the Lord told you? Yes, yes, I'm sure. Okay, well, I really I understand, but, you know, are we both going on uh, evenly yoke on this? And, and, and just go on and on. And the kid, well, daddy, I don't want to do this. I could think about how Noah's family was. Daddy, you want us to build this big boat, this ark. We're not by the water. You say the Lord told you, right? You're not by the water. We got to build this big boat. And you think, while they're getting all this together, they have to go in town and get, get wood. They had to go cut wood down. They got to see other people. Now, think about how corrupt the world was. So, you know, they were saying quite a few things to them. Man, y'all crazy. Why y'all doing this? Why y'all building this boat? Because, see, at this time, there, there, wasn't any, there wasn't any rain. All the moisture came from the ground. So what are you doing? Why are you building this ark? Because God told me to. He told me what was going to happen. He had that faith, and he had the hope. He knew. When his family, when God told him what was going to be on that ark, his family, the animals, he had that hope. He knew that he had to do exactly what the Lord said. And I sat there, and I thought about it. I said, you know, that's why I want to work even harder. A person can tell you all day of how good you are. You, you're such a good Christian. You're, thank you. You're, you're a wonderful person. They could tell you that all day, and then a situation could come like what I had. And you'll find out sometimes that, man, you can get caught on the wrong day. And, <laughs> and I mean, because they, I mean, cause you think about a person who, who's trying to get past uh, uh, cussing. You'll find out you ain't cussing a long time. But then sometimes that them areas come, and it's just like, oh, my goodness, what in the world did I just say? Oh, it wasn't a bad word. Yes, it was. <laughs> so things like that happen. So with God, he wants us to be, continue to start and be in our faith. Continue to be like with, with Moses. And I'm going way over to this. <laughs> Noah. Continue with, Mo, with Noah and, and, and uh, uh, be faithful in what we do. And see, and, and the thing about it, he kept his family. He kept his family with him. That's the one thing that, that I love about being, uh, being a husband. You know, and I think about how uh, I call myself one of the forgotten men. And many of you understand what I said, the forgotten men, because those of us who try our best to, to continue to keep our homes together, keep our families together, be good in the community, we don't hardly even get heard. They, hardly, people even hardly even hear about us. But let the ones who don't do right, and, and, and they, they, they don't do right, don't take care of their family. And you hear everything about them. And I'm like, well, man, what about us? We try to do right. <laughs> I don't want to hear. It's got to come when Father's Day come around. There's hardly you know, anything going on, but it's, it's just one of those things. But you got to believe that, that by faith, by the faith of, that we have that God's given us, that we have to stand strong. And that's why I say we're... we're, we're, we're when Noah, it just, it was so good to me to, to, to sit there and think about him and how he took care of what he did. Because God, in the word tells us that at the end, he told that Noah did exactly what God told him to do. That's what I work for. That's what I strive for. To do exactly what God tells me to do. See, I hear this even more now because when I was younger, you know, you can hear, you can hear God. But you got so many things going on. So many things going on in your head, how you want to be... Uh, uh, out in the streets, how you want to do all these different things, God is there. 
But now that I got a little older and I hear him more and I sit back and I actually take time to stop and to listen to what he says. Because when you don't, that's when you make your mistakes. So you got to have that faith. got to have that hope. And let me, let me tell you a little bit about hope. There is the demons, the demons they, of this earth, they have no hope. We have all the hope. Let me tell you about uh, uh, DesiringGod.org, where I got a little bit from, like, from my brother Jeff, uh, John Piper, that, that I, I take a look at. And the demons of this, of this earth, they're here. They're here right now. They're everywhere you go. They follow you. They want to they strive on, your, on, on whatever it is that gets you going. They want to try to get you going because they want to pull you down. Let, let, let me just read this. Let me read this for you. And this comes from, and this comes from um, uh, John Piper. And it says, when Jesus met the man, and we were talking about with Jesus, uh, there was a man who had um, all these demons he was possessed with. And Jesus cast the demons out of the man into the swine. Now, this is just a little bit... Uh, what we're talking about. When Jesus met the man filled with the demons, the demons cried out, What do you have to do with us, Son of God? Did you come before the time to torment us? That's Matthew 28, Matthew 8 and 29. The answer is yes. Jesus has come before time. What time do you ask? The time, the time, the time appointed for the torment of evil powers. The time of Matthew 25 and 14 where it says, Depart from me, accursed ones, into the eternal fire, which has been prepared for the devil and his angels. These demons in Matthew 8 and 29 are admitting that the time has set for their torment. They know they are doomed. They do, they do not fight in hope of victory. That's like us. We, we fight in hope of victory. The fight to drag as many of us down as they can. That's what they're doing. They're, they're, they're trying to drag us, as many of us, down as they can. We have to fight. We, have, we, we fight for the hope of victory. The hope of victory in Jesus. They don't have, they don't have that hope. They already know. That's why, you, that's why you hear when people say that victory's already won. That's us. That's us. Those of us who have given their life unto Christ, that's us. The demons already know that they don't have that hope. They know they're going to hell. They know they're going to hell. So that's why when people, that's the ones who are here and who have not given their lives to Christ, just, just don't sit here and fight on this earth and this hell and then die and go to hell. Give your life unto Christ. Give your life unto Christ. And I say, oh, you can look at people and say, you know, I'm hoping everybody here is saved and everybody is, you know, they're, they're giving their life unto the Lord. But there may be somebody who hasn't. And they need to hear that thing. And then also, those of us who kind of got a little last, we need to be reminded that those demons are still here and they're still fighting us. We all have some type of demon. It may be a demon of alcohol. It may be a whatever demon it may be. It may be a de demon of just fighting, maybe promiscu being promiscuous, whatever it may be. We have those demons. And those demons need to be put at bay. We need to put those demons down. I see now, that's the one thing, that, uh, the loving thing, that I, the one thing I love about God is that when we have that hope of victory, that we can continue to stand and fight. And, you ask, and with these demons, like I said, we stand and fight against those demons. They already know they lost. 
we got to give glory to God in all that we do. In all that we do. You see, because God, he loves us. He loves us and he wants us. I love my phone that went out. <laughs> he loves us and he wants us to continue to love on him because, see, he has loved on us in so many ways. He has given his son, his son Jesus Christ, unto us so that we may have everlasting life. And I, and I tell you, I just want it. Okay, well, I'm going to let it go. Okay. <laughs> so we have everlasting life. And see, the one thing about it, God didn't, he didn't just do this because we sent love up to him. But he loved us first. He loved us first. And he allowed his son to come down here and, and, and die for us. That's why we had to continue to love one another. And I, I had a problem. I had a problem with that when I heard the preacher say, turn to your neighbor and tell him that you love him. I had a problem with that when I was younger. But then I found out how much Jesus loved me and how much the Lord loved me. And I, and I, and I asked, like, well, wait a minute now, James. Why, why are you having such a problem with that? And you see how the, love loves you, the Lord loves you. So it wasn't a problem with me to say, you know, I love you and I want to be real about it. I had to, but I had to actually give myself and think about it. Okay, Lord loves me. I'm going to love him. I'm going to love whoever the Lord wants me to love. And you find out how much, how much love you have for a person when tragedy comes. You think about, you think about um, I always say to myself, you, you know, that when things happen on this earth, how the people come together who never knew each other, how they come together and love on each other and help the neighborhoods get back together, even though they may go back to doing the same old thing that they were doing before. I mean, it could be racist, it could be anybody, but when, when tragedy comes, they help and they love on each other. And the first thing that they come, a lot of them people come out and say is, you know, I thank the Lord I'm still here. Even though they may go back to doing the same thing that they were doing before, but they recognize that God was the one that saved them and gave them another opportunity to be able to come and be able to do something right for the Lord. It may be on their dying bed when they finally actually allow, ask the Lord to come into their hearts, but they know about who the Lord is. They know him. Just like the demons, they know him. When those demons knew that when Jesus came, and they ask Jesus, was it time? They know him. And that's why I say when people, when, when time comes, when people come and they see us, they should see Jesus. They should see a difference in us. That when they, we come around, it should be a light. It should not be darkness. Because of the love of God in us. That's why you young children, y'all should think about this. The hatred that so many of you guys have. We're not in this, I'm not saying this you. I'm just saying that so many young folks have towards each other, how they may put hate on each other, that should be taken away. That should be taken away. You know, you, you sit there, you don't like somebody, think of God first. Before you even have a chance to say, I don't like that girl, or I don't like that boy, think of God first. And that little bit of piece of hatred that was right to that little demon, he gonna flee. He gonna flee. Because we should always, like I say, show love unto one another. And it's hard, but it can be done. Because Jesus came here and he took all those, all that hurt, the crown, stripes, all that for us. It hurted him. Believe me, let it hurt you. Carry your cross. Let it hurt you whenever those, that, them demons come. That you may be able to, wait a minute, I'm a child of God. I'm carrying a cross. I can't do this. And when you do mess up, 
when you do mess up, come back, repent immediately. Immediately. Because you got to keep that stuff at bay. You got to keep it at bay. And you got to do it through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, amen. We're going to go ahead and be on. Uh, the altar is now open. Thanks for listening. We pray that you have been blessed by the message. Visit us on the web at npgbc.org for contact information, service times, or directions to our place of worship.